Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, everybody. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insider's Yankees Spring Training Podcast for Friday, March 5th. The Yankees were in Tampa today and played the Tigers, played them to a 1-1 tie. So some pretty good pitching performances on the day, including one by Domingo Herman. We've detailed his story pretty thoroughly over the first few weeks of spring training. This is his first time out in game action since September of 2019. Herman threw two innings, allowed just one hit, didn't walk a batter, and struck out four. Really sharp with the curveball, really good changeups early in spring training. That's a plus when you're talking about it from the pitching side. Uh, Michael King also threw two scoreless innings for the Yankees as well. These are guys who are going to compete for time and will get starts for the Yankees during the course of the season. Just how many? Well, that's something left to be played out. Uh, We'll see how Herman progresses through the spring, and if he is uh, the top candidate, maybe along with Davey Garcia for the fifth starter spot, and we'll see how they go over the course of the spring. Uh, Obviously, the layoff for Herman uh, is a factor, and we'll see how that affects him as he builds his stamina through the spring and how he looks, but for the first outing, it looked pretty good for Domingo Herman. The um, other big story for the Yankees today was Aaron Boone speaking to reporters for the first time. Since his surgery on Wednesday, in which he had a pacemaker installed, the heart procedure, in which Boone um, you know, sent out a positive message in the day on Wednesday when everybody first learned about this, and has been nothing but positive vibes since then for Boone, who was released from the hospital on Thursday, and he is close to rejoining the Yankees. He's actually just waiting uh, to go through the intake process for COVID protocols again, since he left the team, went to the hospital, and came back and uh, making sure he's cleared that before he's able to rejoin the team. But he feels good um, and sent a lot of, really just a lot of positive vibes on how he's feeling since the procedure. This was Aaron Boone, a few minutes of what he had to say today. Uh, message to fans and everybody else who's wished him well, and some, uh, some thoughts on the process, which, as he describes it now, probably wasn't as routine as he made it sound the other day uh, when Aaron Boone had a, uh, an open heart procedure back in 2009. It was actually quite serious uh, and a more complicated procedure than this one, but that was one that he kind of knew was coming at some point during his lifetime. It just so happened it was going to be then. The uh, initial heart problem that he had was congenital and first discovered um, uh, when he was still a teenager as a freshman at USC. So fast forward to 2009, uh, the idea that procedure was coming up was not a surprise. This one kind of was. And um, we'll, you know, Boone will describe for you kind of the process that led up to it and how he's feeling right now. 
you know, just wanted to thank everyone that's reached out to me, prayed for me. Uh, it, the support over the last couple of days has been overwhelming in a lot of ways, and I'm so grateful for it. And uh, grateful for the Yankees that have been really supportive through this and uh, just been there to whatever I need. So I feel great. I, I mean, I, I, uh, I think I've touched base with some of you guys, but um, I, I can't believe how good I feel. It, it makes me really glad that I got this done because uh, I certainly, the last couple of months, have not felt anywhere close to how I felt this morning even yesterday morning getting out of the hospital. So really excited about it, excited to get back. And, uh, but, but really just wanted to extend my gratitude to everyone who is, I, I've heard from so many people the last couple of days and, and that's been really touching and humbling. And, and uh, I'm just, I'm just really appreciative of that. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, I, I did some things and, and went and started getting tested because because there were some signs there that I wasn't feeling the, um, the way I should be. Um, but I think now that I've got this, it's made me realize that, man, I wasn't feeling good, just energy level, just not myself. And, um, you know, I feel like I had to reach for it every day in a way. And uh, yesterday waking up and, and even more so today, um, I just feel kind of ready to go and ready to kind of tackle things. And, and, and honestly sitting here, I, it's different than it was a couple of days ago and, and probably for the last few months, I'm probably a little more up to speed and educated on, on matters of the heart than, than most people, just cause I've been through a lot in that area. Um, and, and I think the biggest thing that helped me with it is I was, I've always kept in touch with my cardiologist in California that first discovered this in college. So I've had now a, you know, one of my uh, probably a 30 year relationship with Dr. Lurie in California, who um, I can call and talk to like a friend about anything. And he really put me at ease. He said, you know, this, this is, this will be a pretty straightforward, simple procedure, nothing like you've been through in the past. And, and, and it works. It'll work right away. You'll notice. And he was right. So, um, um, yeah, I feel great. Um, certainly a lot different than going through uh, what I went through in 09 and, and the, the road back from that. Yeah, this yeah, this is different. This is uh, not something I was expecting or um, uh, this just kind of sprung up. And now now as I sit here and and the way I'm feeling right now and, and trying to kind of look back over the last few months, you know, obviously this is something that has probably been slowly coming on in some way, uh, probably going back before even a couple of months where in my mind I was, um, you know, just had the lower energy, but, uh, I'm really, really excited about how I feel right now. You know, I think I'm ready to be in the dugout, but look, I'm not, I'm not in any hurry. You know, I feel like I can get a lot done and, and, um, you know, accomplish a lot just by being there. I'm, I'm grateful that, and, and lucky in that, you know, I'm sure a lot of managers think they have a really good coaching staff and support staff, but, uh, I have the utmost confidence in our guys and, and, 
you know, one of the things that I try and do, and, and the reason I do it is because I have so much faith in our coaching staff is, you know, I let Marcus and PJ, they are in charge of the hitters and run that. And I have complete faith in that same with, you know, Matt Blake and Mike Harkey and, and with the pitchers and, and, you know, Mendy stepping in and running things like uh, we're in good hands there. And, you know, with Nevin and Reggie and what they do uh, on the bases, like I know we're, we're going to keep on moving. And, you know, the, the, the biggest issue, especially in spring training is if Mendy has to miss any time, if Mendy has to miss any time, then, then we're in trouble. Like me being out a couple of days, you know, probably some of my coaches are like, Hey, he's out of my hair for a couple of days. So, but we're in such good hands. Um, but we'll, we'll see what, what comes in the next couple of days. I, I think maybe I'll be on the bench, but just being there and, and having some of the conversations that I need to have uh, will be important. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's stress related at all. Um, I think it's just something that, that kind of came on and happens and, congenital as you put it um yeah my understanding is um my way of life or anything um moving forward or leading up to this point we're not contributors you know i like to ride the peloton and and uh and the last couple months i've been not as durable on the (laughs) on the bike so hopefully i'm looking forward to getting back on there to see if i can do a normal ride and and uh up my uh up my ranking on the on the peloton because it's taken a hit here lately so good news for aaron boone how he's coming through this process uh i wanted to highlight carlos mendoza here the yankees bench coach entering his second season in that position uh is in charge of running spring training and he is also the guy who's been running the team acting manager uh, during this course of spring training while Aaron Boone is away. A lot of trust is placed in Carlos Mendoza from certain players that he's worked with, from other coaches, and he actually had a chance to interview some managerial openings last winter, interviewed with the Red Sox and the Tigers, and I had heard some pretty good things about those uh, interviews and how they went for Mendoza. Uh, he is a guy that is going to get more managerial interview opportunities. And Ryan Cashman thinks it's even more than just opportunity, more than interviews. He's going to get a chance to manage a big league team. I asked Cashman about Mendoza's attributes and his future as a big league manager. I think the industry recognizes who Carlos Mendoza is. You know, we started getting a number of uh, managerial requests on him and, and obviously, uh, you know, he took his, his shot at, you know, the managerial spots up in, you know, Boston as well as Detroit, and they went other directions. But uh, um, Carlos is extremely talented, extremely organized, bilingual. Um, you know, the players trust him. You know, he's a superior candidate um, for the next chair, you know, within the industry. And, um, and we're fortunate right now that he's here. Uh, and uh, he served us well every step of the way in every capacity he served us. Uh, and, um, you know, he's obviously you, – you get nervous when you have somebody, you know, uh, I remember I've been around a long time now, so when Mark Newman was, was running Major League Spring Training, uh, you know, for essentially being our camp coordinator under, you know, back in the day for Joe Torrey, you know, uh, then we transitioned to Rob Thompson for an extended period of time after Mark Newman. And – when we trans- transitioned from Mark to Rob, there was a great deal of trepidation. 
And when we transferred from Rob to Carlos, there was a great deal of trepidation because those prior people were so good at what they did and, and camps ran seamless. Uh, and, uh, and it's a real, you know, uh, you know, a real fortune for the New York Yankees that obviously Mendy, um, allowed that transition to, to, to go without a, without skipping a beat. Clearly, um, he is organized. He is extremely knowledgeable. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody works harder than Carlos Mendoza, uh, and his ceiling is extremely high. So, uh, um, I was bracing myself if we lost him. Uh, it's one of those situations where it's almost like you put a, a, one of these players on the waiver wire and you're like, man, I, like I, when I called Greg Allen and told him we designate him for assignment, for instance, and it's like, listen, we acquired you. This was not the intent, but I'm selfishly hoping that we retain you. But I know privately you're hoping you go somewhere else. And same thing when you deal with these coaches at interview for higher positions and like you brace yourself for losing somebody like a Carlos Mendoza because they're almost impossible, you know, quality talent to replace. And then you're thankful selfishly when they're still here. Um, but his day is coming without a doubt. He is going to manage a major league team, and I think he's going to be really good at it. It's always a good thing when your coaches are in demand. You see it in football a lot with the offensive and defensive coordinators of, uh, of successful teams. Uh, you see it in basketball, assistant coaches. It's a little more different path than baseball, but when you have coaches who are uh, thought of as, as very good coaches – and have the opportunity to interview for other jobs, well, then you know you're, um, you're, uh, you've got a pretty good system, a pretty good setup. And uh, Brian Cashman didn't hide it. He believes that Carlos Mendoza isn't going to be a Yankee for much longer, that he believes he's going to get a chance to um, get a managing job at some point over the next couple of years. Uh, if you are new here, make sure you check us out. All the links we uh, tweet out at Yankees WFAN. That's my Twitter. But our new page is up on all your uh, podcast platforms, on Radio.com, on Apple Podcasts. The WFAN Baseball Insiders, if you subscribe there, you'll get my reports and Ed Coleman's Mets reports delivered to you nightly. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for listening. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.